This podcast is brought to you by the Specialty Produce Network. SD, serving up the latest in the San Diego culinary world with a pinch of history. Welcome to the Dine Local SD podcast number 31. I'm your host, Kelly Orange. We also have Kat over here, Chef Kat. We are serving up the latest in the San Diego culinary world with a pinch of history. Today on the show, we have Executive Chef Sharon Wilson of Panama 66. Hi. Panama 66 is a restaurant that occupies the open-air setting of the San Diego Museum of Art's Marcy S. May Sculpture Garden. The focus is on locally sourced, handcrafted food and drink, from salads and sandwiches to seasonal cocktails and more. Brought to you by the team from the award-winning Blind Lady Ale House and Tiger Tiger Tavern. Welcome. Hi. Thanks for having me. Sure. Thanks for being here. Yeah. Yeah. So, Panama 66 is celebrating... Your third year anniversary soon? Correct. Yeah, we just actually did uh, celebrated a couple weeks ago. Nice. Yeah. So that I feel like it just opened. I know. I like yeah. remember it when it opened. Flew by those three years. Yeah. What's been the most rewarding part of opening and being at Panama sixty six so far? Uh, we had very little notice when we found out that that space uh, that the owners were able to to be partners with the museum in that mm. space. And it was like, okay, in a few months we're going to open this restaurant. And so it was like everything just happened so fast, trying to build a team and then getting in there. And it was just so busy. Um, so basically surviving that first year was like, <sighs> and now that we're into our third year and we sort of feel like we know what we're doing <laughs> a little bit more, um, it's, it's a, it feels good. It's an accomplishment, but, um, you know, we're still learning that's a really challenging uh, space to be in. It's all outdoor, and it's very, very busy, and so many factors going on with the park. So it's been very challenging, but that's rewarding too, I guess. Yeah, I, I love that space because you can just go to Balboa Park, and I know that I can eat something that's going to be delicious and like well, you know, well crafted and thought out. Um, and in such an awesome setting. I it's say. beautiful. Yeah. It is really, I mean, that's the best part going in there every morning and getting to walk through the park and, ah, I love it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's a good view on the way to work. Right? Yeah. No kidding. <laughs> I, uh, I live across the bridge from Laurel. Oh. And yeah. so Balboa Park has always been a part of like my wake up morning routine walk when I actually wake up on time to do that. Um, and I know, which is rare. <laughs> I'm be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> but um, before Panama 66, it was like just a waters alcove sort of thing. And before that, it was nothing. And for the longest time, the I think only... it was Giuseppe's for a little while. Yeah, it was Giuseppe's oh. before we went in. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I don't even remember that. I blocked that part there's out. Been, yeah, there's been a couple in and out of there. <laughs> Interesting. But I remember like going on that morning walk when I used to do it more frequently and having a really hard time finding a bite to eat or even a cup of like a good cup of coffee that early in the morning when it's like so beautiful and pristine and before all the buses of school children get out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and all the tourists are getting dropped, dropped uh-huh. off and all yeah. that. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. So, and before that you worked with the Blind Lady Ale House group at Tiger Tiger Tavern. That's when I had met you. Yeah. You were at Tiger Tiger. Exactly. Yeah. I helped open Tiger Tiger. And then when this space, um, when we got this space, they asked me to go over there and I helped open Panama sixty six. 
Fantastic. And how does the menu compare between the two restaurants? Um, they're pretty similar, except for that we do a huge lunch business at Panama. So I have a lot more salads and um, things like that that are a little bit lighter. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Tiger is more like sausage focused and meat and heavy. We still have a lot of vegetarian options at both places. That's really important um, to the businesses. Uh, to two of the owners are 20 years vegan. So oh, cool. we always try to make sure we have that too. But I would say that maybe um, Tiger's a little heavier and, um, you know, it's more brats and, brats and sausages <clears throat> and, you know, a lot of that kind of stuff. And um, Panama, we have a little bit more lighter, uh, a lot more lighter options, a lot yeah. of really good salads. Cool. So. I've never had a salad there. I think I have. I can't. I, I've been there quite a few times. I'm like, I can't remember now what the, what it was called, but it was delicious. <laughs> <laughs> I would just like to go and and hang out in there because that's uh-huh. you know, and you guys have live music that goes on. Yeah, that's also the difference too. We have the live music, and then um, we also just uh, we have the cocktails, and maybe we sell a lot more wine and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. It's it's less um, beer focused. Sure. Even though we have a great, I mean, we have a really great local beer list, um, and people come for that. But yeah. It's we sell a lot of cocktails and stuff that we just don't have at Blind Lady and Tiger, so that's kind of fun. That is yeah. having a cocktail program. Yeah, you guys, and you guys are also um, you have weddings in there as well. Uh, in that yeah, space. that's guys... really through the museum. Uh, we do do the um, we do supply like the bar, the bar for those things, but um, besides that, that's through the museum. And they're doing less of that because it really does disrupt the business of mm. the restaurant. And the re- mm-hmm. the restaurant's pretty successful, so it doesn't necessarily make sense for them to close as much. Sure. For the weddings, uh, so that's kind of cool for us is that uh, we have less of that because. Yeah, restaurant early in the middle of a busy service for an event, but right. And I know I've gone, I've gone and been like, yeah, oh, I know. (laughs) I was looking forward to that. Yeah, Yeah. because a lot of times it's on Friday or Saturdays when you guys have music too, and I go, I'm not going to look it up because I'm like, I know there, it's usually happening, and it's usually like really cool. Yeah, we do a lot less now, so that's great for us. Yeah, cool. Also, I wanted to ask you a few weeks ago. we had touched base about the farmer's market truck from yeah. Specialty Produce. And the, the farmer's market truck is, since I was a part of the program, was like, you know, the restaurants that are on it, you kind of have to wait until for some, whatever reason a restaurant goes off of it to get in. But we had this early morning opening spot on Fridays and you had asked like, hey, is there any way we could get the farmer's market truck? And I said, I have this one slot available. And you're like, that's perfect. Yep. And so you've been using it. And yeah. I wanted to ask you about your experience because I haven't gotten a chance to touch base with you on that topic since. Oh, it's great. And my cooks, they just get so excited when the truck comes now. They want to come out and see like what's on the truck and all. And, you know, they're really great about letting us taste things and they get to hop in the truck with me and see cool. and i think it's been inspirational for them to have the truck come um so it's not just i mean it's fun for me but they really love it too so i i feel like it's a little inspiration for them to see like oh cool here's this new ingredient what can we do with it yeah. or um you know trying something new it's pretty neat so awesome i know that for me even like the truck comes from the big truck comes into our warehouse every wednesday and I start seeing the posts on Instagram, and every single week there's stuff that I've never heard of or never seen and I have no idea what to do with. It's, like, really cool. It's like, oh, yeah. that's weird. <laughs> Isn't it funny, though? Like, we're here. Right. And then we see it on Instagram. Oh, I like, know. It's so I've seen, like, funny. five posts about this. i got to go check it out It's, now. like, 10 feet away. I'm yeah. like, oh, oh, truck's here, guys. News <laughs> yeah. travels fast. <laughs> I know. It's pretty awesome. But I, I always wonder, because I've never 
been one, someone that's been on the truck, but it's always fun to see those pictures because I'm just like, so excited to yeah, like so be excited. able to experience oh that. It's really neat to see all the fun stuff yeah. and talk about it, and then get to hear about you know where it's been sourced from and who the farmers are that grew it, and mm-hmm. you know what they have coming or you know what's going to be in the next couple weeks. So it gives yeah. you gives you a nice uh, you know to be in touch with that. What's sure. Going on, so and that's kind of a one of your key priorities from my understanding of tiger tiger and panama 66 and blind lady is sourcing locally and um does the menu change often or is it more of like a chalkboard special scenario uh we do our best to use local as much as possible you know we we don't do everything local we don't do everything organic but we we like to feature that Mm -hmm. um and where where i can i do on the the menu we do change the menu seasonally but there's some things that are kind of like constants on there like our um lentil patty sandwich that's Mm. always there you know the fries are always going to be there yeah um but what what you'll see changing is on the cheese board. The fruits will change. Nice. Um, the compotes and jams we make to go with the waffles at brunch is always mm-hmm. going to be based off whatever seasonal, um, you know, s- stuff like that. Yeah. So, and then of course the specials. I like to do a couple different vegetable sides or veggie dishes on the board, and those are always going to be from the farmers market truck. Or we work a lot with Sage Mountain directly and Steely Farm and some of the other cool. local farms, and so you'll see a lot of that at our places from those spots. Fantastic. So, yeah, I, I do the best I can um, to to incorporate as much local as possible. It's part of our mission right. statement, really, for all the places is, um, you know, and other local businesses, too. I know you guys carry the Jackie's Jams here. We use mm-hmm. them. Um, the PB Peanut Butter, we use that. Cool. Um, you know, like a lot of, of the local. Supporting local. Yeah, yeah, so it's really important, not just the produce, but other businesses as well. Of course, bread and seaweed we use right. for our bread. And, so. Very cool. I'm looking at this um, oh, yeah. gorgeous toast here. Is that from a brunch menu? Yeah, we we have a every Saturday and Sunday we have a few additional brunch items we put on, and uh, there's always toast. And um, that again is going to be changing every mm-hmm. week depending on what we have. So uh, we have a guy that comes in uh, that brings me those awesome star fruits. He, nice. he comes in for jazz. He's a customer and it turns out he has a small little orchard at his house and cool. he's just getting enough fruit to start selling. And I started talking to him. The next thing I know, he started bringing fruit and then the hidden, uh, rose apples came from you guys, yes. uh, off the farmer's market truck. Uh, and the white pomegranates came off the farmer's market truck. And then, uh, the Temecula honeycombs also local. So, yeah. It looks so pretty. I know. It's like, like a stunning yeah. <laughs> brunch dish. And we didn't really have like, to do that much. I mean, that's right. just the produce being awesome. Right. <laughs> you know, like, okay, you know, like, let's just highlight what this great, you know, we have all of this stuff accessible to us. Like, let's, sh- you know, let it shine. That's, that's so cool. The cool thing about uh, San Diego. Yeah, right? exactly. Are so, you from San Diego? Uh, I'm not from San Diego, but I've been here like almost 20 years now. Okay. So. so you claim it. Yeah, yeah. I'm originally <laughs> from the East Coast, so. Oh, nice. Um, and brunch. I didn't actually know that Panama was open for brunch and I should go there. Yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's pretty simple cause we don't do like a, really like a changeover where we have brunch and then we switch over to dinner. Okay. Uh, we just kind of are open continually through the day and we're pretty busy on Saturday and Sunday. So to make it easier on the kitchen, we do a few additional items, um, that we run till about three o'clock unless we run out before then, but mm-hmm. usually... I try to make it so that we can make it till three o'clock with all those items. And we always have a, a different frittata and egg bake. Yum. 
um, the toast, uh, brulee grapefruit, a few different things. Yeah. So it's not an elaborate brunch menu, but we'd have, you know, a few things some for brunchy people coming. Items. Yeah, some brunchy items for the breakfast. Oh, yeah, you guys uh, should be able to see on the screen right now the, their dates and, or their times and everything. Um, when they're, You can see when they're closed, too, which I always... Yeah, that's really <laughs> nice. This is where I go now that I'm... Yeah. Been, <laughs> <laughs> it's closing, so, yeah, not too many. It's just awesome. Um, doesn't look like any up for November yet, so... Um, yeah, except for, for Thanksgiving will be closed. Thanksgiving, yeah. yeah. So. But cool. Um, and, hey, Judy, will you scroll down, too? Oops. There we go. So up there, you can see, too, what the beers that they have on tap. Only then, San Diego beers. Only San Diego yeah. beers, yeah. So that's a little sense. different. Yeah. <laughs> the, There's the so whole, many here. The whole thing with uh, being in the park, and we're, since we do have a lot of tourists and stuff, we mm. really want to lo- um, highlight what's locally available. Like, here's mm-hmm. a little taste of San Diego when you're in, like, that. one of the most beautiful places in San Diego. Try our awesome local beers because, you know, we got that going on for sure. Yeah, 100%. Um, you know, there's, I mean, the other spots, we highlight a lot of different really um, great beer, too, from other places. But mm-hmm. they'll have a lot of San Diego beers, too, of course. Cool. And uh, you have a jazz night there. Is it you Wednesdays? Do. It's Wednesday nights. Uh, they have the Young Lions. So it's Gilbert Castellanos, and he's an amazing uh, local musician. And he's really just prolific. He plays all the time, and he's inspirational wow. to a lot of local musicians. But he's great. And he teaches uh, kids. Mm. And so he has his, the Young Lions, they're called. They they play at the That's beginning cute. of the night and they do their performance and it's they're great. They're really, really good. And then when they're done, um, he does kind of like an open it's not an open mic, but he has, you know, an open um Jam jams going on. Yeah. So all different musicians come, it's wow. different every week and it's, you never know it's what it's gonna be and mm-hmm. it's always really good. So Yeah, he's a pretty well known name in San Diego oh, for yeah. being so prolific and I mean, he even played in the warehouse here when we really? had, yeah, Fruit of the Soul back oh, in the wow. day. So, yeah, um, he's been around for a really long time, and it's always great to see it because he's, yeah, he he he's kind of like amazing. is that like a force in, he's in the a jazz force. community here. Yeah, so. he, he's really great. So we're lucky that he wants to do his stuff at our space, and mm-hmm. we're so happy that we get to work with him. It's really cool. That is really cool. Yeah. Is there a trivia night also or no? Um, that might be at Tiger. They do that. Oh, okay. Yeah. So we do um, we do different nights, usually Friday, Saturday, sometimes Sunday. And I think Thursday they've been doing uh, shows now too. Oh, wow. So they've been really kind of getting more stuff going mm-hmm. on in there. And <laughs> You can see on the screen, you guys had, when I click, I was interested. Oh. I like Judy. Oh, Judy's logged in. <laughs> So Kelly was interested in this show. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sure Way to was. be interested. Yeah, I know. Buddy. <clears throat> um, yeah, so what do you see going forward at Panama 66? Do you have any big things on the horizon? Um, have you se- what kind of changes have you seen as well since coming in? Um, I mean, I, th- I feel like... Uh, We've had to really figure out, you know, working in the outdoor space and working in the park. And we're, we're getting a much better flow with that on how to deal with the amount of people that sometimes come in at mm-hmm. once. And we're still we're still always working and improving on that. But um, I feel like we've we've come a long way. And um, as far as that goes, um, I don't know if I'm answering that question. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, because I mean, I you know the the demographic for a blind lady and tiger tiger 
are so it has to be so different. Oh yeah, you know, from oh, those that come it's into. totally different. Um, and even just putting on things on the from a chef's perspective, um, looking at the menu, like mm. I've put on a burrata salad. And sometimes I'll see it come back with the cheese, and people just don't know what burrata is. And I feel like it's a <laughs> wow. little different when you have, uh, right. like, a lot of tourists and stuff. And maybe they're not so much the foodies mm-hmm. or, like, the real, like, beer nerds and food people that maybe are going to Blind Lady and going to Tiger that are seeking us out for what we do there. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like, oh, I'm in the park, and we're hungry. And they're like, And this the, is our what, option. This is our option. <laughs> what is this? Like, so, you know, I have to be a little bit more maybe conservative or thoughtful with what I put on the menu. Um, I don't want to say simple, but just, you know, um, make it accessible sure. to people because yeah. we do have a lot of tourists and they're not necessarily looking for a crazy foodie experience, but right. they're just looking for some delicious food. So I have to kind of keep that in mind uh, with the menu. Yeah, there. that's a really good point. <laughs> I yeah, because if people don't know what burrata is and then they get it and they're like, what is this weird cheese? Right, right. <laughs> oh, that breaks my heart. Yeah, <laughs> yeah me too. Yeah. That's like, like one of my oh favorites. Oh my gosh, how could you, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so. true story. <laughs> so the first time I encountered burrata was when I worked at the Prado, which is also in the park. Right. So 18-year-old Catherine, first job in a kitchen pantry station, it was a burrata and beet salad. And I brought him, the, the, my chef, Jeff Thurston at the time, the nine pan of burrata and was like, this went bad. Because it was just like gloppy and watery and I didn't, I thought it was like supposed to be mozzarella and I was yeah. like, something bad happened. Yeah. He's like, no, that's how that is. Yeah. Oh. And then it was my favorite. And yeah. then I yeah. ate the whole nine pan. Yeah. Like, oh. <laughs> right? I know. It's so... After after working here for ten years now, it's just like I still encounter things that are new to me, but they must be so, you know, just crazy <clears throat> to other people. They're mm. like, "What is that?" Like, totally. I, mean, I could oh, yeah. just not even. And it becomes so second nature. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, those little tiny persimmons. Yeah, they're Perfect so deal. cute, but it's, they're tasty. Yeah. <laughs> cool. So any events coming? I mean, we're looking at the event calendar. It looks like there's like an event every single day of the world. But um, <laughs> any like beer week just ended, but any yeah. other events or, or things that you guys have coming up? Are you just hunkering down for the holidays, I'm oh, sure. We're going to be real busy anytime the kids yeah. are off from school. So mm. so coming up and for the Thanksgiving break, we'll be very busy. Um and December yeah. nights. I'm December sure. nights is always a big one for us. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually more for us. We sell a lot of beer and stuff, but it's there's so many food trucks that mm. we st- we still are very busy. But it's not as um, crazy as you think for the kitchen. Sure. But man, the bar has to really be ready to right. rock and uh, yeah. and just controlling the the flow of people. It's, mm-hmm. There's so many people. Um, but yeah, we have all kinds of music. I can't remember all the bands. You can sure. check it out here on the the web page. But there's stuff going on pretty. F- Pretty much every weekend. So if you're just walking around the park and you want some free live music and a beer or some delicious food, come by um, because pretty much every weekend we've got something going on. We do have a wedding this Saturday. I think it's a Saturday. So we'll close early. We'll be open for brunch and and then we'll close around one or two. So so maybe we can – oh, yeah, it's Panama66.com. If you guys want to see all that information, you can – it'll pull up all the – all the dates and and the brunch menu and the regular menu and everything. So yeah. um, maybe we can uh, change gears here and and kind of talk about where how you got into chefing. Oh gosh, I've just I've always <laughs> been working in restaurants my whole life. So um, I mean, like twenty years now, I've been doing this. So I went to when I was in high school, I got a job 
working for a catering company and it was two women, uh, one woman that owned it and then another lady chef that, and they pretty much ran it. And so they, I got in there and I was making sandwiches and doing little prep jobs and stuff after school. And I was like, I kind of really like this. And, um, the chef there had gone to the culinary Institute and she's like, you should really consider it. And I ended up going on a tour and she wrote me a letter wow. and I got in and right after high school I went to, to CIA in nice. um, Hyde Park, New York. And awesome. <laughs> yeah. And that's that's how I got started. <laughs> yeah. And I've just been yeah. in restaurants doing different not always uh, as a line cook or cooking, but I was uh, on and off baking different jobs doing that. That's something I still really love. It's just the hours are, are tough. Um <laughs> Yeah, so maybe explain that a little bit for people who don't know because like me. Yeah. Well, <laughs> like, how's yeah pastry different? It's well. When I first moved to San Diego, uh, my first job was at Bread and Sea Bakery, oh, nice. and uh, that was really cool. So I got to learn how to bake bread and do all that. But you know, your shifts start at twelve a.m. Um, Graveyard shift. Yeah, mm-hmm. or three a.m. or seven p.m. and then it goes you know into the night. So depending on what you're, if you're the person mixing or shaping or doing the bake off, there's like different shifts. Um, which was cool, and I loved it so much. But, yeah, it's really hard when, you know, you're leaving work at 8.30 in the morning and everybody else is going to work, and then it's, you know, hot and you have to sleep and all these different things. <laughs> but uh, there's something about being a baker that I found very satisfying, like looking at that bake at the end of the morning and going, oh, cool, like we just did that, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, very, very satisfying job. Um, so I did that uh, on and off. I worked at Influx doing baking there. Um, and then I got a, had a couple of pastry jobs in various restaurants um, on t- in between line cooking. I could always go back to everybody always needs a line cook. Yeah, it's, it's harder true. to get a That's good a thing, pastry yeah. job It's because not every restaurant has a pastry chef or has a pastry department. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, so. Yeah, so interesting. So it's because yeah. everybody talks about the restaurant industry is hard because it's, you're working when everybody else is kind of enjoying those right, <laughs> moments right. of dinner of, of, of going out. Absolutely. But even that pastry level is the, even the opposite, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, where you're you're working when everyone's sleeping so that they can enjoy, you know, their fresh croissants in the morning. Exactly. <laughs> and you have a daughter, right? Uh, you have yeah. a daughter now? Yeah, she's seven. Nice. Uh, yep. So that's a, also a balance of figuring things I, out in life. I can imagine. Know? I know. I don't have anything. I'm like single, don't have children, <laughs> have and I like can't figure it out. You have roommates. Yeah. Um. <laughs> roommates. Yeah. 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 Well. It's, it's, it's always uh, interesting to try to balance uh, life and being a chef. But the cool thing about Panama 66 is that we have a really um, big uh, lunch business, so it, it makes sense mm. for me as a chef to be there during the day. So I... I have a, a lot of day shifts, and that's really made um, balancing having a life with my daughter and being able to tuck her in and mm, help her with her yeah. homework at night and do all of those things is um, pretty cool. That is super cool. Yeah, because that's hard to find a chef job where you work a day shift. Right. Uh, so, <laughs> so I'm pretty sure. lucky. Yeah. That's awesome. And I feel like that I know um, Jeff and Clea mm-hmm. um, and then Jen, Lee. Lee and Jen. Yeah. Lee and Jen. Mm-hmm. Um and I feel like they're pretty, you know, family oriented, yeah. you know, business wise, and they know that they're great. They're it's a great company to work for. They've always um, treated me with me with respect and not wanted. They don't abuse people that work for them, which that's, is a big great. deal in this mm-hmm. business. Yeah. Because if you're on salary, people expect you to kill yourself, 
And there's no longevity in that. Mm -hmm. I can name so many of my friends who have totally burned themselves out Mm -hmm. by doing that, just by working so hard. And yes, we all work hard and it's not going to be an eight hour day every day, of course. Like that's being in a restaurant. Um, But you also don't have to destroy your life to be a chef. Yeah. And I think that that's changing in this business. People's idea of what it is. Um, to work hard, it doesn't have to be to kill themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you can have like a passion, you know, like there can be a, a passion for the job, but not taking, letting that override and, you know, right. take away from everything yeah, else. Yeah. I mean, life that's too. life. You have to find balance in, in everything in life, especially though in this business, can eat you up and spit you out and to have to make it last. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's like I've been doing it a long time and I've seen so many people like, I'm done. Right. You know, it's so and so. Yeah. I don't want that to happen to me because yeah. it's what I do. It's my right. career. I don't. I don't want to start over. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. I just had this um, epiphany when you and I first met. We were we were at a photo shoot together uh, downtown Luce Loft, I think, at the Luce or something. Yeah. Anyways, it was like a all oh, female loose. It was <laughs> just everything's yeah. Luce. Um, it was like a all female chef photo shoot thing. And so it was like Kathleen Wise, who was at Starlight, mm-hmm. and you and me and Amanda from Waypoint, and um, uh, Lassa, I think was there. Lassa and, Lassa. and um, Katie from Cafe Chloe. Yeah, Katie. Mm-hmm. And you're the only person that's still in their same spot. And Kathleen, myself, and Katie all left the restaurant industry. Yeah. <laughs> well, Kathleen's still she's still yeah. doing she's, she's got her doing own thing her, going on yeah so she's still cooking and, yeah and and, Ka- and Katie's like I think personal chef too, extraordinaire yeah, yeah but so. uh, our but not like the, like, the right. restaurant like we all left our post yeah. Yeah, and well, we're like well let's find a different way to make this work for us because yeah. it wasn't working or it stopped right, working yeah. yeah yeah I mean you know and that's it's, a good point it is this can like I said it can eat you up and spit you out very easily. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know, that's why a lot of chefs come work here at Specialty. Hey. <laughs> ooh, ooh. You know, you Shout out to Bob for being awesome. <laughs> you get to like be around all of the food culture that's happening and you, yeah. know, you don't have to kill yourself. <clears throat> totally. Yeah. Uh, but, I, you know, I'm, I'm getting older now and like the, this idea of standing on my feet all day long <clears throat> and dealing. My team is all, a lot younger than me and yeah. I have, you know, it's just a different, it's different than it was. So I don't know. We'll yeah. see. Absolutely. I I threw my back out for the first time this weekend and they're like, what did you do? I'm like, I just, I just, I just stood there. Like I just like was on my feet for a really long time. That's what I did. I don't know. No specific event. Just old. Yeah. So I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I'll always be involved in food and restaurants. We'll see how long I'll, I'll still be schlepping on the line. Sure. Yeah. Line cooking is, you know, it's like, I know. I like it to see the for transition. The younger people. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't. I can't. I can't imagine doing it. Pretty much no. Look, there we are. Oh hi, hi, oh, hi us. Um, <laughs> so you guys can find Panama sixty six um, in what's that? It's called the the Sculpture Garden. Is that what no, the like outside. Oh, I forget what it's um, called. Oh. Panama Wait. Um, the, the thing that they just remodeled. <laughs> yeah, like the thing you used to be able to park in. Yeah, they yeah, can't park yeah, in yeah. it. Um, it's the something square. Is, is, it is it the? Called? It's not the Prado. It's something of Panama, isn't it? It's, it's like the. Oh, jeez, Judy, help us! Right in front of. Uh, it was just, at the World Fair thing. It's 
1915. Yeah. I've got like pieces of information. Oh, oh sorry. Man. I that. My mind is totally blank. <laughs> Judy's going to find Plaza, it on Plaza oh. de... Plaza de Panama. Hey! Maybe it's that's the plaza. So what is the, the inspiration plaza. behind the name? No, I knew it was the plaza. She's just shaking her head at us. Sorry. Well, yeah, so how did, is that how they got the name? Yes, that's how they got the name. How's, where's the 66 come from? Is that uh, when they... That's when they built that space. Uh, the actual space or mm. the restaurant is in was in 1966. Oh, cool. So, yeah. I always love the history. Like, how did, how did Tiger Tiger get its name? Oh, that's a... There's a lot of different... Stories. stories on that, so I, I don't know the that actual one, Yeah, because <laughs> I know Blind Lady. Jaffa, he, that's his. Yeah, how did they get Blind, blind lady? lady? There used to be a woman who owned a blind, like a window blind shop. Oh, that that's so cool. They named, the, they named it Blind I Lady. I like that a lot. Yeah. But oh. then, so Panama 66 makes sense. Is like yeah, the, pan, the Plaza de Panama, 1966. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. we got that name. Awesome. Yeah, so it's 1415 El Prado, and you can drive. You can drive right. Right by you can't park right in front of it anymore, but there's plenty of parking all around there, and it's um, it's such a beautiful <clears throat> space to kind of walk into and check it out. Um, you guys can also find them on social media on Facebook. Uh, Panama, just search Panama sixty six at SDMA, and then um, their Instagram is at Panama sixty six SDMA. Cool, I believe that's what it is. Yeah, yeah. So, oh yeah, Panama sixty six SDMA. You guys can see it up on the screen if you're watching live. Um, Sharon, thank you so yeah, much. Thank, thank you for you. having me. Thank you. That's yeah. awesome. And you guys go down and check it out. Mm-hmm. Do you have a personal Instagram or anything you want to shout out to you? Um, I, I don't know if you like post a, any like chef I, stuff. Chef I do, but it's also got my kid on there. So yeah, no one publish. Yeah, I know a lot of people like separate those two as well. Yeah, but awesome. Thank you so much for coming thank on. You. Appreciate it. All, All right, thank you so you. much. See you there. Yeah. Thank you guys for tuning in to Dine Local SD today. You can find more information on DineLocalSD.com, as well as follow us on Instagram at DineLocalSD. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, please tell your friends and give us a rating on iTunes. Thank you.